What's good, everybody? It's your boy, Chris Bolton, man. Back at it again with another episode to check up with Chris Bolton. Appreciate everybody tuning in, listening. Man, it's been a little minute. NBA playoffs wrapped up. Shout out to the Lakers. Bringing home the chip, AD, LeBron doing their thing. So shout out to those guys on a great season. It's looking like the season going is right around the corner. It's right around the corner. Should be coming back possibly December 22nd. That's what it's looking like. But before we get to another season, man, it's draft season now, off-season mode. I love it. I love it. You know, man, I've been I've been keeping up with the draft with these players for a good minute now. It feels good to finally, finally, the draft is coming up. We're going to have that soon here in less than a month. It's lit, man. Let's turn it up. So in this episode of the podcast, <clears throat> like I said, the draft's coming up. So we're going to talk about, we're gonna, I got a mock draft. I'm releasing my first mock draft. Going to talk about some of the prospects, how they, they fit up with some of these teams, what we could possibly see happen. So I think for this first episode, I'm going to stick with the lottery. Then I'll come back around real soon. We'll finish up the rest of the first round. But, man, let's get straight to it. So, of course, the first overall pick, the Minnesota Timberwolves have that right now. That's a key word is right now. Because this draft is crazy. Like, nobody wants to draft at the top. There is not a consensus number one player, unlike next year's draft that, you know, of course, Kay Cunningham is the, the jewel right now that everybody... Teams that will be tanking, that's who they'll be tanking for. There's no one like that right now. There are a few guys who, you know, according to people you keep up with who are big on the draft, you might see LaMelo Ball. He's my top player for myself. You might see Killian Hayes as some for some people. You might see James Wiseman. You might see Anthony Edwards. It's it just changes. It changes. And even from that point on, from the top to the next 40, 50, 60 players, man, this is all over the place. It really is. There's some guys you might, some people might have number five. Some people might have 15. Some people might have a play number 10. They might, another person has a number 25. It's crazy. The range is ridiculous. This draft is going to be all over the place. It's going to be a crazy night. And I'm here for it. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I just, I'm really curious to see how, where these players go and stuff and, and how their careers pan out from there. Cause you know, talent of course is key, but the fit is going to be very key as well. So we'll see what situation these guys get drafted to, but back to Minnesota, they've been reported as in a, a, a win mode type now. Like they're trying to really build a team that can compete. And so it doesn't make sense for them, really. Even though I think LaMelo is the, the most talented player, I don't think they're going to take LaMelo. I just don't see it. And it's tough, though, because he's a very tantalizing prospect. I mean, you know, the reason I have him number one is because he has a certain gift. His ability to pass is very special. Extremely gifted passer, you know. Some of, some of these passes that he's able to pull off, it's it'll, it'll blow your mind. And 
the, the body, the size, being a 6'7 point guard. With that passing ability, of course, you know, he's going to have to improve his consistency with his shot. But some of the stuff he has, you cannot teach. It is in, 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 they are invaluable. Like, this is crazy, you know, the, the, some of the things that he can do. So, with the basketball in his hand, in the pick and roll setting in the NBA is, you know, very much based off the pick and roll. A lot of, a lot, that's pretty much what all the teams run some sort of pick and roll in their systems and some more prevalent than others. But I think Anthony Edwards is the route they probably would take. And it's interesting because um, hearing, you know, keeping up with a lot of people who are plugged in with the league and stuff, they're saying that Ant-Man is ranked for most teams in their top three. This is what Chad Forrest said. But not everybody is just jumping at the bit to draft him. But, you know, the talent is there. You know, a 6'5 guard, NBA body, you know, the athleticism, the ability to drive, finish through contact, uh, the ability to shoot. Didn't shoot a great percentage at Georgia, but still has that ability. You know, will have to improve his shot selection. Maybe he will benefit playing at a uh, for a team where he's not the number one option. You know, they, of course, Timberwolves. The Timberwolves have Carlton Towns. They have D'Angelo Russell, who I believe they want to try it out at point guard and give him the chance to run the team. Rather than drafting a Lamelo, and he becomes point guard. So, I think in Minnesota, I think they take Ant Man, unless they trade down. If they trade down, they might be looking at drafting Denny. Denny of Dia. That's someone who I think could also, you know, farewell for them if they trade down out of that spot. But for now, I have Minnesota keeping that pick and taking Anthony Edwards. Um, second pick, Golden State. Very intriguing. Um, of course, y'all know I'm a Warriors fan. They've been linked with everybody. They're playing the draft game well. They've been linked with, of course, Edwards, LaMelo, uh, Denny. They've been linked with Wiseman, Vassell, Hayes, Toppin. All, all the big players they've been linked with. Hallie Burton as well. Um, I don't think Golden State stays in number two. Um, I have them taking Devin Vassell. Of course, I didn't mock trades, but I definitely believe they're trading out of this pick. Um, the reason I say Vassell, I think... Golden State likes what they saw from Chris last year. So I would not be surprised if they continue to play him as starter. And even if they draft uh, another big later in the draft or find a, a big that they like in free agency. But I don't think they want to use this pick on a big man unless... They um, they draft James Wiseman, who would be who is very intriguing to a lot of teams. 
because of his size and athleticism, his fluidity when you know it comes to running, his it's, it's crazy. You know, he's a great athlete, great athlete. I'm pretty sure you you watch him, watch a workout of his. I'm pretty sure you're gonna come away, you know, blown away. But and he also brings a lot of cachet, a lot of possible teams who want him when it comes to as a, a trade asset. So if Golden State keeps that pick, it is likely that they probably would take James Wiseman for trade value. But I believe they're going, they're going to trade down. And the reason I say Devin Vassell is because when we look at the Warriors team that won the, the championship run, they had top tier defense, premier defense. Everybody talks about the Splash Brothers, the three-point shooting but what won them the chip was defense. They had the best defense in the NBA. Fast forward now, since 2015, when they won their first chip, we're going into the 2021 season. Them, them legs aren't as fresh as they were. So, it's even more important to have a great defender in place now and that defender would be Vassell he would he could play that Andre Iguodala role just hound the other team's best wing because are we sure we're not sure how of course we assume Clay Thompson will be 100% when he comes back but you can't just bank on that you, you would love to hope oh, Clay Thompson is, is back in form and will be his elite perimeter defending self. But can you have too many elite defenders? And I think Vassell is the best team defender in this draft. His defensive instincts are crazy. He is a high floor, high ceiling play. Um, I think there's a lot, a lot of potential within him. And also, you know, Golden State needs somebody that's going to produce and have an impact right now. I think Vassell fits a role that can have an impact on his team right now to win a championship next season. He's someone that can score without the ball necessarily needing to be in his hands to create the shot. He can play off of Curry, play off of Wiggins driving to the rack and kicking it out to him, play off of Draymond off the short pick and roll, Whenever somebody steps up and they dot him in the corner, he can just be spotted up and knock down shots. And he's a great shooter. I've seen the video of what the, his shot is looking like right now. I'm not taking that. I'm taking that with a grain of salt. Um, I'm pretty sure these teams, they will get these guys. They'll get their, their, their shots to be just fine under the, the uh, guidance and direction of their own shooting coaches for these uh, these players once they get drafted to a team. So that is nothing to take too seriously. If you're going to let that 10-second clip sway you from what you've seen all these last two seasons from Florida State, you know, that's fine if, you, if that's what you want to do. I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to fall into that trap. But, yeah, um, Vassell also, you know, over time will continue to work on his shot creating abilities and 
He poses nice as, as a nice athleticism. Like his athleticism, love his length. I believe he, he has a seven foot wingspan. That is ridiculous. So those long arms, his high release point, ability to catch and shoot, ability to play great on ball defense, great help side defense. Because Florida State, they are switching teams. That's what they did. That's what they do at Florida State. They switch everything. And so Vassell's instincts when it comes to knowing when to switch, when to help, how to help, uh, the, the, the active hands, the playing the passing lanes, just everything you want from a defender. He has that. He is the best defender in his class. I know many people say Isaac Okoro because of that NBA ready body he has. And he is a great defender in his own right as well. I just think Vassell is the, the better one. Some dark horse picks for Golden State. You know, wouldn't be surprised if they even they might take, you know, Tyrese Halliburton. A nice glue piece been compared to as a, a modern day Sean Livingston type. He is not going, I don't think he's best suited as your lead guard. You know, I think he's best as a connecting piece. If you have your, your franchise guard, I think he'll be, play a, be a great complimentary player. So he would fit into what Golden State does. He's a very smart high IQ play, makes the right passes, can make the click pass, won't force nothing, can knock down. Instead of how Sean Livingston was a mid-range shooter, you know, Hallie Burden has... He continues to work on his form, but he has range to shoot the three. So I think in this draft, you know, he would be a safe pick, especially for a team like Golden State that's trying to contend. Now, he's a player that could come in and contribute immediately. I'm looking at guys who might, you know, can really have an impact as a rookie on this team. Guys like Obi Toppin, no matter where Obi Toppin goes, he's going to have an instant impact just because of how ready his game is, his NBA ready, his offensive game is. Emphasis on the offense. Um, he's somebody that could come, that could possibly be a dark horse pick as well for Golden State. But I, I, right now I have a sell. Three, Charlotte. Like they get LaMelo Ball. You know, this is a team that needs talent infusion that needs a star they have some they have some good guys they need a star though so there's no reason even though they have Devonte graham terry rogier that should not sway them off course from drafting lamello ball so i believe lamello will still be available right there and i think uh charlotte will take him also Lamelo is also kind of intriguing for Golden State. He is intriguing for Golden State. I don't think they would take him, but he is kind of intriguing as well. But yes, put Lamelo on the Hornets. Give them a, a building piece for their franchise. Someone who could possibly be a star player for them. Someone with great upside. A lot of people knock his defense, but he's 6'7". Lonzo Ball, we didn't talk about, we didn't rave about his potential as a two-way player coming out. I think LaMelo will be fine. He just needs to move his feet. Like, literally just stay, just move his feet. 
you're six seven. It's not like he's going to be the quickest, you know, most active defender. With that length, he should be farewell against other guards as long as he continues to move his feet. But potential with him is crazy. Um, and you know, I think he's a safe pick too because of his gifts that he already possesses. So even if he doesn't pan out to be a superstar, he's not going to be a bust. Nobody thinks. When you look at these players, we don't really see superstars, standout superstars. You know, I, we see guys who can possibly be stars in the right situations, but I don't just see nobody like, yeah, he's definitely going to be a superstar. Um, number four, <clears throat> the Chicago Bulls. I have them taking Denny Abdia. I think Denny would be a very good pick for them. Um, Denny's a very good player, a nice can handle the ball, make the right reads, a nice secondary playmaker, poses, uh, possesses good, help side defense, nice ability to drive and finish at the rack, an improving jump shooter. That's been the big thing about Denny. Where his jump shot was a year ago compared to the last couple months, has improved drastically. Struggled to shoot 30% from three. Now he's shot in the 30s his last uh, go around Israel. His jump shot is going to be key in how good of a player he is. If he continues to, to improve his jump shot, and it's tricky because he's not a good free throw shooter. Struggles from the free throw line. Doesn't I believe he, uh, I don't have the percentage right in front of me, but I believe he shot in the 50s. Well, he was not a good free throw shooter. So, and that's normally a, tell, a telltale sign of, you know, somebody's jump shot development. You know, how well of a jump shooter they'll be. <clears throat> so, Denny fits with the Bulls team, though. They have scores on at the guard spot already. I mean, Kobe White also... Zach Levine, I think Denny could come in and be a you know another Halle Burton type piece to be a connective piece. Halle Burton would be a nice pick here as well. I'm not sure. I, I think the Bulls would take Denny. I don't see Denny sliding past the Bulls, but just that that secondary playmaker, that that guy who can drive and help create and take the load off of those other guys and get them easier shots. We already know Kobe and Zach can create their own shots, but at times, you know, you don't want them always creating the looks. Denny can come in and, and fill a role of helping get easier looks for the Bulls team in general and be a nice defensive piece as well. He's going to be a good defender. Number five, the Cavs. I think the Cavs want to see how this Garland Sexton things continue to uh, to work out, how they continue to develop. Sexton is developing to a very good score. Uh, you know, of course, we, we want to see him continue to take the next step, that next leap, and continue to improve his playmaking and ability to run the offense. But right now, he you know he's a scorer. Garland, we'll see how he looks. Another young, talented player. Uh, 
So when you, I think they're set, they believe they are set on, in their backcourt, you know. I don't think it would be a bad pick to take Killian Hayes here. But I don't think that's what they would do. Right now, I, I have them taking James Wiseman. Of course, Andre Drummond is going to you know opt in for his last year of his contract. Drummond is not going to stay in Cleveland after this season. So I could definitely see the Cavs you know, jumping at that talent. And buying into James Wiseman and bringing him in. Give give Garland, give Sexton uh, that, that vertical, that young vertical lob threat. Uh, another, you know, anchor piece to, to continue building this team around. I, I really, I, even though I'm not the biggest Wiseman fan, I really don't see too many teams just passing up on him, especially once they bring him in for a workout and they see that that athleticism up close in person. I can definitely see how it'll be tantalizing and you can't pass that up. So I have the Cavs taking Wiseman at five. At six, the Atlanta Hawks. Another prime spot for Vassell if he's available. Isaac Okoro is who I have slotted going to the Hawks. You know, this is a team that <clears throat> their their guy is Trey Young. And we know Trey Young is a great scorer, great shooter, great playmaker, the engine to this team. And the best way, you know, he's a he's a poor defender. He doesn't have the size and he's just honestly a poor defender. So the best way to compensate for his deficiencies at on the defensive end. It's to fill the squad with long, lanky, rangy wings who can defend, who can shoot. <clears throat> they have the uh, guys like Cam Reddish, a nice swing man who continue to develop his scoring ability, but is a great two-way player as well. A great two-way prospect, a young two-way player, someone who can defend. And so I think they'll throw in another wing player, Okoro. Another great defender. Team NBA teams love, love Okoro's build. He has that NBA ready-made body right now. Is ready to defend right now without hitting the NBA weight room. So, you bring Okoro along, throw him in the mix with, with Reddish, with DeAndre Hunter. I can see that happening. Couple other dark horse picks, the picks that would not shock me, that would, you know, kind of intrigue me. I can see Obi Toppin being drafted by the Hawks. Another player who's ready to make an instant impact in this Hawks team. They are trying to make that leap. They want to make the playoffs next year. Toppin's ready to put up numbers right now. And you have, you know, Trey Young, a Steve Nash disciple. Who does Steve Nash go crazy with? He won his MVPs with Stat, Amari Stoudemire. Obi Toppin looks a lot like Amari Stoudemire on the offensive end. So that's a possibility. 
I also think Halle Burton is another possibility here. Like you said, you know, the Hawks have their franchise guard. Halle Burton is a nice connecting piece, somebody that would play well off of Trey Young and someone who can help Trey Young too, you know. He doesn't necessarily want have always have to have the the ball in his hands. Of course, most of the time Trey Young will, but I think it could work in a way similar to how Chris Paul and SGA worked in OKC. I think uh, Halle Burton and Trey Young could be similar in that mold. Of course, they won't be as efficient. Like Chris Paul, Hall of Famer, and SGA, I think, you know, one of the top 35, 40 players in this league. But he would be that kind of guy, that, that, that connecting piece that really can help uh, bring the best out of Trey Young and help lighten the load and make things even easier on him because he carries so much of the offensive burden right now. Number seven, I have the Pistons taking Killian Hayes. Hayes, extremely talented guard out of France. Um... Nice size at the point guard spot. You know, nice, nice six five. Can has uh, it's very left hand dominant, but has you know great passing ability. Um, his, his handle is very nice. Continues to improve his shooting ability. He has a nice smooth shooting stroke. Lefty. Very crafty. You know, somebody that can get to the rim, finish with his left hand. Uh, someone that continues to work on his ability to create his own shot. Very good player. He, he's he's gotten a lot better than what he was 18 months ago. He continues to improve, you know, day in, day out. And uh, the Pistons, they just need NBA players. They just need they just need anybody who's good, bro. I mean, just being honest, like if you. If you are NBA talent, they just they need you. They they have Sekou. I like I like Sekou. I think he's a solid player. Um, we'll see if they'll be able to re-sign Christian Wood. Christian Wood is really coming to his own in Detroit. Uh, they have Luke Kennard, another good NBA player. But besides that, man, they. Blake Griffin's been injured. They can't you can't depend on if he's going to be healthy or not. But they just they just they are devoid of talent. So bringing in Killian would be great, a great start. So um, many people think Killian is the best guard in this draft. I, I like Killian. I think he's going to be just. I think he's going to be a good player. I don't know. We'll see how great he becomes, but. I, just based on what I've seen, he seems like to me a safe pick just to be a good overall basketball player with his his size his, as at the guard spot and the improvement level he continues to, to display. I think he'll be a, a good player. Number eight, I have the Knicks taking Obi Toppin. <clears throat> I mean, that's a very it's a very New York Knicks pick, you know. Obi Toppin is, hey, he's going to have all the House of Highlights uh, clips, all the, the IG clips, 
all the Twitter vids. He's going to have all the highlights. He's coming in making plays, getting dunks, dunking on people off the pick and roll, fast break dunks. I know they have they they have a bunch of forwards. I already know that. But they're not going I don't see New York letting Toppin slide by them, you know. The the glitz, the glamour. And it wouldn't it wouldn't be the worst pick, even though I know they're loaded at that position. You have Randall and Portis and other guys, but Toppin's a good player. Toppin's a really good player. He his offensive skill set is ready to produce right now. Um, no matter where he goes, he's already prime target on my list for rookie of the year talk. Just because of the numbers, I think he's going to put up. He's going to put up some numbers. Uh, it'll be interesting to see what situation he goes to. But it, regardless, he's ready to go out there and, and, and go crazy on offense. Now, the defense. Mm. Mm. The defense ain't there yet. We'll see if he can continue to improve on defense because it is not there at all. Notice I say he looks like Stoudemire. He looks like he looks like Stoudemire and and got some some Kmart, some Kenyon Martin to his game on the offense. Yeah, on defense, my feet move like Vladimir Redmanovich. You got to got to get right on defense. So we'll see how that continues how he continues to improve there. But for the Knicks, it would it would be a very New York Knicksy pick, of course, with Lamelo not on the board. That, that premier guard that they would like to get isn't there. Killian Hayes isn't there. So I think they would settle to take Toppin. At number nine, I have Washington Wizards taking Onyeka Okongwu. The seamless fit right here. Okongwu or Halliburton would be the picks for Washington, I believe. Uh, Okongwu one of my favorite big men, big man in this draft. Great defensive anchor, average three blocks a game at USC, man. Um, very disciplined shot blocker as well. You can head fake him. He's going to stay down and he go up. He's swatting your crap out of here. Um, great rebounder, very active on the offensive boards. At the minimum, he's going to be Tristan Thompson, but I think there's much more there. Uh didn't really shoot it much, but he's continued to improve his shot. I think he can, if he can get his shot extended out into the deep twos, you know, corner threes, that'll be big for him. Has displayed some ability to handle the ball. Um, many have likened him to Bam Adebayo, and I can see why. But uh, has great hands, great hands, can catch, you know, Catches the ball in the post, great hands, great touch to finish. Um, a lob threat, you know, ex- explosive, go up and get the lob. Nice pick and roll player. Even has a few, you know, a couple post moves in his game. Just a very, very solid pick. Very good player. Uh, it's it's kind of shocking to me that he would slide to nine. I really don't see that. 
why he would. He's and he's a, a great asset on defense when it comes to switching onto guards. He switched on the guards many times during the season at USC and, and has held his own and made the shot difficult for the guard, which is all we're asking for out of, out of the big men. Not that you get, you know, just don't get roasted. Don't get burnt out there when you get switched. But just make the shot difficult. Don't allow them just to blow by you. Make it a difficult shot, a contested jump shot, or a, a very difficult layup. And he should do that. He's much more, he's way more ready to do that on defense than the other bigs like Wiseman and Toppin, who feet. It's, it's crazy. You see the athleticism they they possess on offense, but their footwork is not there at all. The lateral quickness is not there at all on defense. Well, Congo was he has that now. So um, and the Wizards need a big. They need a big. They and uh, I don't see them necessarily going after a guard. You know, you bring him back John Wall. You have Bradley Bill. I'm pretty sure they want to see how that works out with a. Uh, you know, post Achilles, John Wall. John Wall looks very good in his videos on I've seen on Instagram and stuff. Looks like he's still explosive. Ready to go out there and hoop. So I'm pretty sure Washington's ready to run run them out there and you know see what happens. Um so yeah, I definitely see them probably taking Okongu right here. Number 10, the Suns. I have them taking Halle Burton. Tyrese Halle Burton. He's just uh he's not many. I, I I think he's I think he's a good player, but I think he's very dependent on his location. I don't like again. I don't see him being that lead dynamic point guard. If you think he's going to be that diamond dynamic lead point guard on your team, you're mistaken. He's not that kind of piece. He's a very good high end quality role player. He's someone that I can see. Teams that are competing, championship teams, team with championship aspirations. As his career goes along, he's one of those guys that will be on those rosters. He's just a very good player. A piece that, that can be in your eight-man, seven-man rotation when it's the end of the season. And so, um, this Phoenix team, they could use him. They could use him He'll be uh, play behind Rubio. I don't see him coming in starting, but he'll just be somebody that they can throw in that rotation who's another good shooter, another good player that I mentioned before that's able to make those extra passes, the right reads. Well, has to improve his ability to drive. He didn't shoot many free throws. We'll see as he gets in the NBA if his ability to drive gets a little stronger, a little quicker if he'll become more improved in that aspect, but I think it would be a solid pick for the Suns, and I just even though I'm not necessarily, I don't know if I would necessarily pick him in the top 10 I don't see him following following. I said following, falling sheesh <laughs> I don't see him falling outside of top 10 based off of what uh, I've been seeing like a lot of teams you know, a lot of teams seem to really like Halle Burton. So, number 11, I'm going a little off the rails here, but I can see it happening. I think the Spurs take Alexei Pokushevsky. 
One of my favorite players in this draft, I have him ranked very high on my board. He's in my top five. Seven-footer, 200 pounds, soaking wet, with a Nike uh, sweatsuit on. Still just barely, just barely cracking 200. Legit seven feet, but when you, and he's from, <clears throat> he played for Olympiacos, so. Uh, played, played out in Greece, but he's Serbian. When you watch him play, oh my goodness, like his fluidity as a seven footer when it comes to how he moves with the ball, how he dribbles, handles, drives, passes. It is crazy. It's crazy how fluid he is. I think he could be, I think he could be like a Lamar Odom with higher defensive upside because he's a great, he, he's able to move his feet. He's able to move his feet and should be able to stay in front of fours. He's two, he doesn't have enough meat on his bones to be a five. I think he's a four, but he's able to move his feet. He can be a great, a great help side defender. He's smacking He's, he's getting blocks easy down low. You can you contesting shots with his length. Um, he has his form is a little funky. I think as he gets stronger, that will help his form. You know, it's a lot of times like guys, you know, form shooting form is off because they they don't necessarily have the strength. I think he'll get stronger. I don't know how much more weight his frame can take on. But I think if he could just, if he can get 15 pounds, uh, if he could just get 15 more pounds, whew, the league could be in trouble. Like his, his ceiling is extremely high. And the reason I say I think the Spurs take him is because the Spurs, we don't, we're not used to them necessarily being in the lottery. They probably... They will probably be in the lottery again the next season. I'm not, I don't think they'll make the playoffs. But in this draft, why not take a shot at a player who can... Hey, we can look back at this draft five, ten years from now and be like, man, why the hell were we not talking about Poku more than what we were? Or well, what y'all were. I'm big on Poku, but... I think Poku's going to be a dog. He has he's he's very talented, and this is a draft that is devoid of the superstar, elite, standout superstar talent. So, take the guy that I think can possibly be the one, one of the ones who crack through and be a superstar. And the Spurs need that. They drafted several guards, you know. So why not take that chance on a Ford? Who could blossom? They eventually want to move on from LaMarcus Aldridge and everything. So take Poku. Let him develop. He's not going to come in and, and, and be an instant impact player, I believe. Just because of, you know, he needs to put on more weight and other things and continue refining his, some of the, some aspects of his game. But if he does have an impact his rookie season, then... Watch out. Watch out if he does have an impact his rookie season. It'll be kind of similar to how, remember when Giannis was drafted 
And many people, you know, weren't really expecting him his rookie year to just, you know, have an impact to, to showcase what he did. But when he did it, it was like, oh, 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 it's going to be, he's, he's going to be trouble in a few years. I ain't saying Poku's going to be the next Greek and be, you know, be the next uh, Greek freak and mess around and be a two-time MVP. But we will be like, oh, Oh, he he gonna be a problem. He's gonna be a problem. So keep watch out for him. His rookie year, I I'm kind of I I haven't seen anybody's have him at eleven. It's a little high. I've seen some most folks have him in the mid to late uh, first round. But hey, why not Spurs? Why not you know take Poku number twelve? I have Aaron Neesmith. Neesmith, uh, knockdown shooter out of Vanderbilt, shot <laughs> shot fifty two percent from three this season. He was he was blanking out before he got injured. Um, but yeah, I don't expect him to shoot fifty two percent in the league. But it just lets you know he's an elite knockdown sniper. He's a great shooter, and we all know that Buddy Hield is ready to get up out of Sacramento, so he could possibly be a Buddy Hield replacement. Um, it makes sense for them to take for them to take Neesmith has some flashes you know some athleticism could be a solid defender nah, I'm not saying he's going to be a great defender but he could definitely be a solid defender but for his value to really pan out here being drafted in the lottery he has to be a sniper that shooting has to carry over into the to the NBA and I think it will. I think he's a very good shooter. I think he'll be fine in the NBA shooting-wise. So, wouldn't be surprised with the Kings taking Smith here. 13 Pelicans. This is where it gets a little... This is an interesting spot, too. What the Pelicans do with their pick. Because several guys leap out. Poku could very well be available here. I would love if they drafted Poku. Oh, boy. I would love if they dragged the Poku and and put out uh in like three in like two seasons they have a small they play Zion at the five and Poku at the four, what that could look like. I don't I don't think they go that crazy with it. I don't think I'm not gonna say that's what they're gonna do, but I would love to see that happen. That's an option. Um, Jalen Smith is an option. I think Jalen Smith would be a great five man to to throw in the court if you gonna play Zion at the four. Um, can shoot, stretch the floor, great, you know, good, great rebounder, also a very good defender, good shot blocker, a, just a modern day five, you know, someone who very Miles Turner like in his abilities, very Miles Turner like. Um, love, love Jalen Smith going to the Pelicans here at thirteen, but I have them taking Tyrese Maxey. I think Maxi is where they go with this pick. Cole Anthony is also an option here. Um, but I think they go Maxi. I think Maxi gives them Drew Holiday vibes. Maxi is a uh, you know someone who's a very solid defender. He's a little lower on my board because he really just doesn't have that a standout quality to me. 
but you know, you 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 see a lot of t- NBA teams love, you know, very they they, they do like Maxi. They like what he brings to the table and these Kentucky guards. It also helps your pedigree when you know, Kentucky guards are doing well in the postseason, like Jamal Murray and Tyler Hero and stuff. So, even though it didn't all come through and flash his first, you know, his freshman season at Kentucky, that's been the case for a lot of players coming out of Kentucky that didn't just shine through while they were at Kentucky. So, I wouldn't be surprised if Pelicans take Maxi. I can see that. And I'll be curious to see how that pick pans out. And then wrap up things here for this uh, for this first lottery, you know, portion of my mock draft. At 14, we have Boston. Boston's a very interesting team because I tussled back and forth with this pick. Because I don't think... They have three first-round picks right now. I don't think they're going to keep all their picks. And if they do, even one of them might be a uh, draft and stash type of guy. So I I went back and forth on this one. I thought they could possibly draft Leandro Balmero out of Argentina. Balmero is uh, someone who plays for Barcelona right now that can continue to develop out there for another season before the Celtics think about bringing them in. Because you know they're not going to, I don't believe they will, Gordon Hayward, Hayward will stay with the Celtics after this season, after this you know upcoming season that's going to start soon. Um, so he is somebody that could be another wing that they have that can kind of fill that Hayward role. Because, uh, you know, Balmero is a nice, very nice secondary playmaker. His he can string together some moves. He he will catch you lacking. Go look at his tape. You play play him weak. He's gonna cross you up. Very, very Joe Ingles like. But um, I also could see Jalen Smith going here because the Celtics need a big, and Jalen Smith is that. He is a modern day five. I I, I think Jalen Smith would be nice with the Celtics. Uh, I've seen people say R.J. Hampton here, which is a crazy play. Like, if R.J. Hampton goes to the Celtics, oh, my God. Because R.J. Hampton's going to be a dog, I think. Um, You let him go to the Celtics, that would be crazy, too. But I think I I, I settled. I was going back and forth on Hampton and, and uh, Kyra Lewis Jr. I think the Celtics take Kyra Lewis Jr., Someone who's been climbing among the ranks um, throughout this draft process. He has something that a lot of people don't have, and that is just God-given natural speed. His speed is ridiculous. So when you have that kind of speed in the Celtics, they need a backup point. He could definitely be a a game changer and a change of pace player coming off the bench for Boston. Um, th- you know, throw him out there and watch him, let him continue to develop. You know, we Boston has a great developing system. They, the leaps and bounds that Jalen Brown has made since he entered the league to where he is now is amazing. Um, I think, you know, Boston's development with Kyra, Kyra could turn out to be a very good pick here for the Celtics. So, I mean, 
They need a backup point guard. Wanamaker has been solid, but he's not, he is not the answer moving forward for Boston. I think Kyra could be a very, very nice piece. So that is my draft lottery right now. We'll do picks 15 through 30 later. I'll come back with that here. Uh, next time we hop on the pod, I'll do that. Also, want to have some bring some guests along. We we just chop it up, see you know, see what their big boards are like, uh, seeing how they can possibly see the draft shaking up, and how we can see just this NBA offseason playing out. Man, it's gonna things gonna be rolling. It's gonna be time for the season before you know it. December is gonna be here before we know it. I'm telling y'all. So things are gonna ramp up. It's gonna be crazy. It's gonna be fun though. We're gonna have fun with it. So glad that we're almost here for the draft. I, I've really been looking forward to this. Uh, I just can't wait to see where these players go and how their how everything you know works out for them, man. Um, you know, we 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 talk about these players and then bring up their strengths and weaknesses. But at the end of the day, want everybody to be great. Want want the best for everybody. So it's gonna be it's gonna be fun seeing where they end up going and uh, you know just just these guys' lives changing. And it's gonna be a beautiful thing, but uh, it's been a, it's been an episode, you know, wrapping things up here on the checkup of Chris Bolton. We're gonna get back at it soon. Appreciate everybody listening. Uh, yeah, subscribe, share, like, leave a review. Let me know what's up. Uh, of course, you can get me on social at Chris underscore Bolton underscore twelve on Twitter and on Instagram at Chris dot Bolton underscore. Appreciate y'all listening. Holla at y'all later.